Hello, everybody, and welcome back. No snow this week? No, no snow. And does that prove global warming? Rob, global warming and the associated climate change are very different than weather. So what you're telling me is I have a snowball's chance in the standard of understanding? Uh-huh, yeah. Can I, can I finish this introduction? Sure, go ahead. Introduce episode eight. <clears throat> welcome, everybody, to episode eight of Radio. I am Robert, the Cat's Whisker, Debugler. And I am Diana, the Cat's Pajamas, Debugler. Oregon fails. Well, we knew this day would come. The standoff is over. And we have a bonus arrest of one Cliven Bundy. Yeah! <laughs> so, um, breaking news, February 11th, they talked the last four holdouts out of the uh, wildlife reserve. Um, there's a little bit of drama with the last one. Um, three he'd people came out. out. He'd run out of lube. <laughs> he was going in dry and he realized that he needed a little bit of inspiration no he uh as the the first three left the area he kind of had a little bit of a freak out and um they got him on the phone with an fbi negotiator and he just kind of repeated over and over again i'm a free man and i will die a free man basically um, you know, tempting them to be uh, kind of like his his boy Lavoy, um, suicide <laughs> by federal marshal. So uh, they ended up coming out, and, and the, those four are have been arrested and charged. And he's no William Wallace. <laughs> he may be blue because of the cold, but he's no William Wallace. That's right. <laughs> well, Clive and Bundy. Uh, flew up to Oregon last night in order to show his support and was promptly arrested at the Portland airport and finally uh, held accountable for the 32-page federal complaint. <laughs> 32 based, pages? Yeah. Based He's never on read his, anything uh, so long. <laughs> yeah, they said it took uh, nearly 30 minutes to go through all of the complaints against him based on the 2014 standoff uh, at his ranch by Nevada, uh, by Las Vegas. <laughs> so, well, and you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll he'll be in a cell right by his two boys, Eamon and Smashface. <laughs> Pat <and> Mouth. <laughs> Yeah, it's, We shouldn't um, be cruel, but it's fun. It's too easy. <laughs> so the feds have said now that everybody's out of there, uh, it's going to take a little while to restore the sanctuary. They've got to do some sweeps to make sure that there were no explosives left behind. Um, and just kind of clean up all the lube. Um 
<laughs> that I can only assume is, is that what smeared on the walls mm. and everywhere else. That's what they meant when they called it a mopping up operation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So, yeah. They can finally. We can cross that restore. one off our list. Yeah. Yeah. No more. No more fanfic. Oh man. I'm sure you'll be able to come up with some other inappropriate things to read or write. <laughs> I have no idea what you're going to be talking about. Yeah. Uh huh. Your laugh said it all. Oops. <laughs> all right. Let's see what else we've got on the agenda this week. Moving on. Okay, uh, New Hampshire primary news. So it's been a little busy up in my adoptive home state this past few days with um, <laughs> the invasion of political candidates, good and evil. Very uh, evil. <laughs> yeah, prime among them. Well, there's been a couple of real fun events that have appealed to me. There was um, Ben Carson's failure to launch, getting onto the GOP debate stage and Trump seeming to want to keep him company because Trump always wants to make the <laughs> grandest, lastest entrance. <laughs> and then there was some guys trying to perform an exorcism on Cruz. Now, I think their biggest problem is that he's not going to see his reflection. <laughs> I, so you sent me this raw story article about the event and... Um, and for anybody who hasn't read it or doesn't know what's going on, two men with mirrors and wooden crosses interrupted a campaign event um, in New Hampshire on Monday, saying that the Republican presidential candidate was possessed by a demon. <laughs> True story. I have to read these quotes because they're amazing. So one man exclaimed, Ted Cruz, look in the mirror and let the evil spirit depart. You are possessed by a demon. And then the crowd booed, and then the man yelled, He's sorry, he's possessed by a demon. That's why the body is so disgusting to look at. The, the second man holding a mirror urged Cruz to look at himself <laughs> so that evil can confront itself. Oh my god. Evil body, evil spirit, look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, truth will out. <laughs> it may be the first thing that's been said to him on the campaign trail. He understands. That's why <laughs> he's very hard to be in the same room with. We had to exercise some sort of disgusting evil spirit. There's a reason why the body is so haggard and disgusting, and the face is also weathered and gross and hard to look at. I hope it works. <laughs> Oh my god. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just because he's possessed by a demon, being in the room with evil so close, it's just so hard to comprehend. The evil is so deep rooted. Maybe if it had to confront itself. <laughs> oh. It's so good. 
And then, you know, in typical crew's reaction to things, as as these men were being escorted from the room, Cruz made sure he had to note that usually lefties don't believe in God. Yeah, I think the defense for that line is that uh, when he's the kind of people that do, there's a real good reason why not to. <laughs> At least not in his version. Oh, he's magic. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. no, no, he, he doesn't believe in magic. Oh, uh, right. Sorry. All that Harry Potter and nonsense. <laughs> uh, can we be done talking about that slithy toad? Yes, absolutely. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. that pun yes you do <laughs> well it's Iowa that owes everybody an apology because caucuses are not a good way of running a democracy there are plenty of worse ways and there are a few that are better but that one's really miserable Rob will go in the corner and stand under the sign that says the candidate's name that you appreciate and care to vote for I'm sorry stand up for and then we're going to count your head and we're going to do it in a way that there can be no recount you're just going to have to trust me. Is that the way that really works? Yeah. Really? There's, um, yeah, so what happens is everybody shows up. You, are you making this up? I, I promise you I am not. <laughs> you go and you kind of, you know, stand caucus for, stand by the person that you want to win. And then if you're undecided, um, then there's a period of time where there are representatives for each candidate in the polling station, and they basically, like try and throw you a sales pitch to get you to decide which corner of the room to go stand in. <laughs> this is like first grade. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then they count. So, so, um, everyone can see your shame when you go walk over to the Trump corner or to the Santorum, to the little hole that they have for Santorum. <laughs> Please don't forget to wipe. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's a caucus. That would Welcome seem, to America. That would seem wide open to gross misinterpretation of results. I would agree. Hmm. Hmm. Well, on the flip side, live free in primary. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rob is in the in the thick of it, being a New Hampshire-based Liverpoolian. Uh, is that not right? I don't care. No, but move on. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, living in New Hampshire, the, uh, every time that you have the primary here, it goes crazy. I, one thing I like about New Hampshire is that they take their responsibility of being first in the nation to have an actual vote on this seriously. And they expect the candidates to show up and be seen. Uh, a number of years ago when John McCain came to my town... I went to the the local school and saw him speak and met the man afterwards and I liked him and then that was pre-Palin then Palin came on board and <laughs> what happened there so it is interesting you actually can meet the better candidate to actually have time for the people that are supposed to be voting for them um, the downside is that the phone barely stops ringing in the evening for two three weeks beforehand with uh, 
this pole or that pole and sell them somebody real to explain that, yes, I've made up my mind because I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're being uh, in Maryland, we're just kind of lumped into the middle of March, I think. And uh, nobody really cares by that point. We're after Super Tuesday, so we don't mean much, apparently. <laughs> Sorry about that. Eh. Maybe no you pressure. Should, maybe I get you should no come pressure. Up, maybe you should come up here and have your vote count. Nope. There's snow there. It's cold. <laughs> oh, not, bad. not much snow. I mean, we got about eight inches the other night, so, you know, it, it's fine. Whatever. Nope. Nope. If anyone's wondering, the reason that I'm in Maryland is because it is the furthest south reliably blue state that I could find. So, yeah. I'm, no. No. You're not going to no, venture no, no, no. this far north? No? Nope. Oh, well. Um, but I think we can we can call it. We're going to call it early. Um, or late by the time this episode actually goes out. But, <laughs> well, but we might have been here first. Uh, with about... 57% of the districts um, in. Uh, Bernie has a, a lead of, I'm going to round the numbers out a little bit, 60% to 39% over Hillary Clinton. And on the troublemakers side, uh, Trump has 34%, Kasich has 16.5%, Cruz has 11.5%, Bush has 11, Rubio 10.5, Christie 8, Carly 4, Carson 2, and then the the also rounds are under the total write-in, so people like Rand Paul. Um, All the guys that have already declared that they are suspending their campaign, but their name was already on the ticket. Yeah, I can think about another five or six on that list I should like to see suspend <laughs> their campaigns. <laughs> Yeah. And it's all the ones above the total write-ins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, democracy marches forward, I guess. We'll, we'll see how this uh, ends up in the coming months. Um, but I'm guessing we should probably try and stay neutral. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're, we're, we're absolutely neutral in the reporting of, uh, of these current poll numbers. We're neutral in the fact that... I didn't cheer, did I? I did a pretty good job. Well, we're also neutral in the fact that you didn't get a vote in the primary, and neither did I, because you're down in Maryland, and I'm not eligible to vote over here yet. Well, whose fault is that? Uh, every time I go and look at doing it, they've upped the price. Ooh. Uh-huh. Well, so if anybody wants enjoy to your enjoy your anchor babies and... <laughs> Take advantage of our resources over here. Uh, I, I got over here on my own um, ability to perform a job. And, mm-hmm. But uh, you stayed over here because you went and got you know got yourself I'm, all hitched. Because I'm a baby daddy, is that what you're saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and didn't no need no reality TV show to make that happen. I've seen the um, American way. I know that's how it's supposed to be done over here, mm-hmm, but... Mm-hmm. I don't really know anybody that lives in a trailer. Sorry. So. Well, here's the thing. What you don't know is that you've been locked inside of your own house this entire time. You've been in a soundstage. <laughs> is that why the sky is curved? The uh-huh. earth really is flat. Yes, that's true. That's true. That explains a lot. 
So we are swimming through space on the back of a giant turtle. You're in Florida right now. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, that explains the crazy. <laughs> and why you haven't been allowed outside to vote. <laughs> oh, just outside in general. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. All right. I We've got completely to off sun. the rails. Our... I blame you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How much of this I'm going to trim and how much is simply going to end up in the podcast, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe now all of it. Moving on. Pim, your shit. This week we are joined by Mary England. Mary is the uh, artistic direction behind uh, Uncustomary Art. You can find all of her goodness at uncustomary.org. So, hi, Mary. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, We know that February is your month of Mm self-love. And uh, we just wanted to figure out what Uncustomary Art is and how did you get your idea for... Um, making this month so amazing. Um, so self-love is something that's really important to me because I think that it kind of is the foundation for all sorts of, of happiness and personal development. Saying of loving yourself first before you can love anyone else is very true, but it covers all the bases in terms of being successful at work, having healthy relationships, being just happy as a person. And February is something that is, we're bombarded with these, these concepts of love, you know, and you can't walk into any store without seeing just tons of heart balloons and teddy bears with those little sound bites inside of them that say (laughs) corny things and greeting cards and confetti. And I love all of those things independently. I remember for years just not wanting to celebrate Valentine's Day, which is something that is a little abnormal for me because I like to celebrate the most mundane things like s'more day and make a musical instrument day. So like (laughs) me not wanting to celebrate something that's written on someone's calendar was a little odd to people. And I had to kind of really think about that. And, you know, I, I just didn't really like the pressure that it placed on, on people who didn't have a romantic relationship in their life at that specific day. Like, you know, if you break up before the day before Valentine's day, are you going to feel like complete terrible, the entire February 14th for no specific reason. And I think that we should prioritize self-love over romantic love all the time. Um, Not to say that romantic love isn't awesome because it is, but self-love is more important. It's that part of self-acceptance and getting to know and accept who and what you are inside to then allow you to develop those healthy relationships that would spring into romantic love. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, if you are accepting yourself and realizing your self-worth, it it boosts your self-esteem and your confidence, which makes it easier to find a romantic relationship, honestly. But it also, it, it will help you develop that relationship in a healthy, meaningful way because you really do know who you are and what you want. One of the things that I really like in the way that you broke it down, specifically on your website, is that you kind of gave every day in February its own task, kind of just help focus. This concept of self-love can be really hard and overwhelming, and it's a lot of self-reflection, and for people who aren't comfortable with themselves yet... That you know, would I, be me. <laughs> 
I, I think it's it's very overwhelming at the thought and the concept of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to try and make this all about me for a whole month. But um, I really like the way that you've broken it down in 28 little steps and little ways to be like, okay, well, maybe I can't do all about me for the whole month, but you know, I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, hey, I look great today. And yeah. you know, when you do that 28 times, start to believe it and you start to show it and it comes out kind of all over. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the month of self-love challenge, I, I created with the intent to, to start February 1st, but it's something that I think that you can do at any point. It could be in March or December or whatever. It's just something that the idea is you are being consistently aware of your your own abilities and your own experience and your own the, the way that you appear to yourself because it's something that we don't really think about that much or or we should be at least so the uh, the activities for um for the month of self-love i i try to break it down into things that are um like more tangible activities that you can do and then things that you can actually write about because i think writing is such a good tool especially for self-expression and and learning about yourself i found that journaling in any capacity you know whether you want to put that label on it or not is is so helpful as a tool to to learn things about yourself even if it's just jotting stuff down on a list and i've really enjoyed seeing people using the hashtag and posting pictures in their own interpretation of of this uh, self-love challenge. You know, you don't have to take pictures. That's not necessarily the point, but it's still not something that we talk about enough. And I have encouraged people to take pictures and, and post them on Instagram or, or wherever, because the more people we talk about, the more people will start thinking about it. I agree. But this isn't the only activity that you promote. I know on your site, you do a lot of other things. This past Sunday, I know you had a big event or mm -hmm. participated in a big event. How did that go? It was great. In Baltimore. Yeah, I was in Baltimore. That's where I'm from. It went really great. I organized an event with my friend Betsy, who is all about craftivism, which is basically sharing a message that has a strong meaning through craft. So her specialty is to do things like fiber art, so cross-stitching or something like that. And we did a call all over the world for people to make their own submissions. So we got these really great stitched pieces of art. We got some some paper mixed media. We had some balloon art and painted rocks. It was just a all over the all over the the board different kinds of of mediums. And the idea was that every single one of them had a positive affirmation written on them. So it was something that said, "You are so very beautiful. You are a meaningful person." You know, just something positive and uplifting. Uplifting. So we met at a cafe in Baltimore, and we kind of just organized ourselves and made some more pieces to get going and. Then we hit the streets and we kind of dispersed and gave them to people that we saw in person. Um, and we we left them for people to find. And after about an hour, the entire neighborhood of Fells Point was covered in, in color and these positive little notes for people to find and pick up. And you saw like all the all these people walking around with balloons and stuff. And it was it was really fun because, you know, it's, it's winter and uh, there's not too much color on the streets right now and actually being able to see a, a tangible difference in in the amount of color that was there was pretty great we had a guy from the baltimore sun come and he um he covered the entire thing and he put it in um in the paper today 
on page two, which I was excited about. Wow, fancy. <laughs> and um, it was funny because he posted the the internet article last night, which is so funny to me that the <laughs> newspaper has online. Like, I just... <laughs> is that a newspaper? Okay. So, um... We are currently experiencing technical difficulties and we'll be right back with you. We are currently experiencing technical difficulties and we'll be right back with you. We are currently experiencing technical difficulties and we'll be right back with you. And here we are. I was complaining about the newspaper. The Baltimore Baltimore. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes, the fact that it could be online. She says to the people while we're on a podcast. Oh, like, no, I like online news, newspapers, but I just think it's 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 funny that there's like the duality of like having on the online and the, the in-print version. Like you would think that they would just have one or the other, but they have both. I, I um, think the problem is that with print being in many ways on the way out, I mean, yeah. the, the volume of paper that's being printed these days is so much less because... Yeah. There is the immediacy to to the articles, and right. while some of the the considered news pieces are suffering as a result, you're much more in or potentially more in touch with the news that's happening. Yeah, yeah breaking absolutely. News, whole... And it actually worked out for the better because um, the the online article he posted last night before the paper got printed and the the title was group tries to spread kindness and my group of people like freaked out like i was fine like i was like it's fine but like everyone in the group was like tries to reported (laughs) jaded reporter is jaded (laughs) we did Oh, so they were like, you did spread kindness. And I was like, I mean, so it was interesting because the angle that he wrote the story was very much from a one, because Fell's Point has had a lot of issues lately, which is not necessarily something that's usual for that area of Baltimore. And just a couple nights before, there were some really horrible things that happened. So he was writing it from that angle of this area could really use it. And despite how much it needs it, you know, he walked around with us and he got to see the the reactions of people and most of them are are nice or at the very least confused um <laughs> we get the same I, response <laughs> i don't take confused as a negative response but there were some outright negative responses there was a person who was playing guitar and i found this affirmation that was like very much like you rock and it had like music notes and stuff on it and i was like this is perfect so i put it in his bucket and he picked it up and like crumpled it up and threw it on the ground. And I was, oh, really? That was a little aggressive. And he was like, it's not money. I don't want it. And I was like, okay, oh, that's fine. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, if I had attached a dollar bill to it, would you have loved it? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know I don't know. But but so he, I, because I think, he saw. Yeah, I think that's more the case that he's there performing with a purpose. And so the positive affirmations might have been taken well if it had been a different event he's out there with his purpose and then that was at cross purposes so yeah right to be to be to almost go out of your way to be that negative rather than just like Mm -hmm. letting it go yeah right 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 i mean it's it was fine but i'm also i'm also used to any kind of reaction so i have relatively tough skin when it comes to doing this because when you're interacting with strangers you really have no idea how anything is going to go and um when I, whenever I do any kind of guerrilla art, I really just approach it as a gift. So once it leaves my hands, it's not really something that 
is in my control anymore. You know, you give a gift without any expectation, whether that be thank you or a smile, you know, it, it's completely possible that they're going to throw your gift on the ground. And that's really not my business anymore after it leaves my hands. That's such an awesome outlook just for anything, you know, when you're giving a gift, just give it and give it with whatever intention that you've got and it will be received as it's received. It can be really hard to do. You're like, I put this time into doing this thing and mm-hmm. you are being nasty about it. And it's like, just move on. It's okay. Yeah. So but I'm, yeah. I'm impressed too with some of the other things that you've got um, on your website. You've got an e-course that you're offering right now, as mm-hmm. well as a book that you've written. Yeah, lots of fun stuff happening right now. So the self-love e-course is about building up your self-love and the idea that that is your key to happiness. So it'll help you with working on your self-esteem, working on your body image, um, overall just being a happier person. And we have, uh, there's a lot of material in there and it's, you get it all at once and you can go through it at your own speed i released it just shy of a month ago and people are really reacting well to it so i'm very i'm very happy and proud with the with the results with that already there's also like 10 different like bonus interviews there's 10 lessons and you get like five and a half hours worth of extra material of of these women all over the world talking about specific uh expertise so it's it's i I really like that element of the class where it's not just me yapping at you you know if there's something that you not necessarily are identifying with the way that i'm teaching that specific thing you can always listen to a a second point of view and the book yeah i'm really excited about my book i working with a publisher has definitely been an interesting process (laughs) (laughs) um and it's it's taking slightly longer than anticipated but um I'm expecting to have them in my hand about a month from now, and you can pre-order it right now. And if you pre-order it, then you get a free audio copy of the book as well. And it's just, it's full color. It's gorgeous. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm very proud of my book. (laughs) It's awesome. It's called, This is About You, Amazing, Weird, Beautiful You by Mary England. And uh, yeah, it's, so amazing i'm so happy for you all of uh, all of these things seem like they're going quite well yeah i'm really excited <laughs> well thank you so much for taking some time and coming on our little podcast here hopefully we help some people get stronger and, and just believe in themselves a little bit more yeah absolutely i would really love that that's that's the goal <laughs> all right well thank you we'll talk to you soon okay thank you guys thank you indeed Alright, have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Audio cryptic word search. Well, let me move all these bad chocolates and piles of cards with false sentiments over. It's row eight of the word search. N. Nightly. S. Soft spot. O. Obsession. R. Rapture. H. Hankering. Y. Yanni. A. Adulation. N. Naughty. L. Lustfully. G. Gleefully. 
infatuationally. <laughs> I was on a roll. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> B. Bound. M. Mood music. S. Smooching. R. Repose. And the search word this week is last. L-A-S-T. As in, I know you want this to be the last week we do this, but we've got seven more to go. True story. (laughs) Emails and correspondence. Late update. So, I just had a message come in from Nathan. He says, hi, Diana. Hi. Um, so, uh... He sent it to the wrong person, but that's okay. I still love you, Nathan. Uh, no, he sent it to the right person because the... Um, he wanted to talk to us about some roads in New Zealand. Uh, and wanted oh, to let fine. us know that um, he found that Research Report 293, Management... <laughs> of skid resistance under icy conditions uh, and the fact that the road toll for 2014 was 294. Um, (laughs) Perhaps not the most, uh, as he says, fun-filled road facts as uh, I've provided, but it's a start. So so we have some road facts from New Zealand for you. So, uh, research report 293, management of skid resistance under icy conditions. I just want to say the reason that I am so anti-road facts is because I am a civil engineer by my day job, and I deal with road facts an civil engineer all at the night. fucking time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got a road fact. We got a road Thanks, Thank Nathan. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> One of us sounded happy about that. <laughs> Moving on. Mm-mm. Fancy French words. I, did you mean... Denouement. Yeah, I I don't I don't speak French. <laughs> or write it or look it up on the internet. It's all true. <laughs> These are all true things. <laughs> like five years of Russian in high school and we can see where that got me. <laughs> yeah, you could have gone to Alaska. <laughs> I you hear can they can see their <laughs> oh. Uh, never yeah. ends well <laughs> it's the gift I, that keeps on giving <laughs> we just want to thank everybody that's helped our little podcast keep growing um, we've had a bunch of new listeners recently and we're so grateful for all of you yeah it's um, it's fascinating to find out where everybody's from Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong um, new listener in Nottingham this past week in England who managed to plow through all the episodes we have posted so thank you for sticking with it and uh, we hope that we'll um, we'll see you appearing a lot more as i say we can't tell from the listens necessarily who's who but we are glad to have you on board if you haven't already signed up on our facebook page uh, we have opened it up to the public so um if you search on facebook for radio podcast our ampersand dio podcast um you will find us if you're so like i said if you're not a member please join um share us to anybody you think that might be interested subscribe comment um review us on itunes talk to oh, us let us know if you love us <laughs> we're desperate we're of <laughs> course 
lovers, please. <laughs> you can also reach out to Diana through Twitter, because I don't have the access to that one, so that's all her. <laughs> and you can get to me, us, on that at at underscore R-A-D-I-O podcast. <laughs> and um, if you've got shit you want us to pimp for you, you can get in touch with us in, on any of those ways, Facebook, um, Twitter, or you can just email us. I am Diana, D-Y-A-N-N-A, at weareBuglers, B-U-G-L-R-S, dot com. And I am Robert, at the same domain. <laughs> I wasn't going to spell it all out again. Oh, what if they don't know? What if they haven't listened to the two seconds before I spoke? They can rewind. That's the way technology... <laughs> this isn't live radio, Diana. We're not that important. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's not like your fancy NPR stations. <laughs> We'd have to speak much more softly and use much less fucks. Yeah, let's not do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, thank you so much for listening to this, the lovely effervescent valentine's edition radio podcast i am the lonely cupid robert de bugler and i am venus de diana de bugler <laughs> mr secord will you please play us out <laughs>